Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M. Shocking. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. You're having a shocker. Yes, today's episode in honour of the four people hit by lightning. <laughs> Huddling under the tallest tree in a park during a thunderstorm. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh, wow. Unbelievable. Uh, well played, everyone. What have we learned here? <laughs> hey, I've got an idea, guys. Why don't we go and play golf? Let's let's hold a metal rod. <laughs> oh. <laughs> during a th- I mean, yeah, there aren't many worse ideas no. than huddling under a massive tree in a park. Uh, anyway, everyone is... Going okay. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all safe. They're all, and that's why we are talking about it because they. But it is a little bit silly. You go under a big tree. Pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, I was walking home with a metal water bottle yesterday during, oh. and I was thinking I should ditch this. I didn't, but I, I could have been that person. You should have given it to someone else. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I want. <laughs> yeah, hold my water bottle. Bang. There you go. Uh, the CEO of Woolworths has had oh. a shocker. Come on, on the four corners last night. I mean, let's have some media training. He was sitting there in a shirt that made him look like a worker. Yep. Mm. His PR department thought, oh, we'll get away with this. Yep. It's going to be great. Shocking. And then he has blown up on air in an interview, and it didn't look good. Rod no, Sims, just go the with former, me. Rod yeah. Sims, the former head of the ACCC, says that we have with, one of the most concentrated supermarkets it, in the world. Is true. he lying? It's not true. His words are that Retired. we have... I don't think you would impugn his integrity and his understanding of competition law. I'm just saying the world has got much more competitive since the terrific initiatives that were put in place back in whatever it was, 2008-9. He retired 18 months ago. He's not... Okay, let's... We'll t- can we take that out? Is that okay? <laughs> no. Sorry, let's just keep going. Um, so are we going to... Sorry, what are you unhappy with? I shouldn't have said that about right about it and being retired. Well, you did say it. Yeah, and I, I mean, he, he is retired, but I, I shouldn't have said that. Angus, are, you, are we going to leave it in there if we are? Well, I mean, if, if we're on the record. Let's let's move on. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, um, I'm, I think I'm done, guys. Uh, you know, uh, you're walking out, really? Wow, shocker! He has had a shocker. You can't say you were blindsided by a question about com- the competitiveness. That's the whole point of the interview. Exactly. Oh, I can't believe you asked me that question. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. He's, you uh, idiot. Under the pump. You've had a shocker. You got one for us? Yes, a man uh, has been mauled to death after jumping into a line enclosure to take a selfie. Oh, 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 oh. Shocker. There's so much to like about this story. <laughs> um, Pralid Gunja in India. He's 38. He scaled a 12-foot high fence and jumped into the lion's enclosure at uh, the zoo in Turupati uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Um, he saw the security guards running towards him, but instead of jumping towards the security guards, he ran to a water tank, climbed over a 12-foot high fence, surrounding the enclosure, which had a lion and two lionesses. He jumped and fell in front of the lions who then sub- then mauled him. Well, I mean... In defence of the Lions, what are their options? No <laughs> options. Um, how no op- about? They're no. Lions. No options. <laughs> That's their job. Yeah. Mauled humans. Yes. That is the best thing they do. Selfies. Selfies. Oh, Selfies. Selfie. Yes. Another influencer. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Great. What about you, Kat? A crypto bloke has had a shocker. This German guy got paid $7,000 or 7,000 Bitcoin back in 2011. Yep. It is now worth two hundred million. What? Well, how's Cowboys? He had a shocker. The problem is he password encrypted it so that he could only get into it with his password. 
He has lost that piece of paper that he wrote his password down. He has ten attempts to get into it. No. He's already used eight. Oh. Shocker. <laughs> the old password. 200 million. The old password, remember. Yeah, mate, I'd be under hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be turning over every piece of paper. Oh, you idiot. He's had a shocker. You get the idea. Your chance to get involved. One triple three five three. Who's had a shocker? I'll tell you who else has had a shocker. Elon Musk. Uh, you know, I kind of I love following this guy. Yeah. He's crazy. He's uh, super smart. Yep. He's always up to something. Yep. He's never sitting around in his ass doing nothing. No. Well, he's come out again and said he wants to get one million people to Mars. And I go, good on you. That sounds good. But wait for it. He then said, yeah, you know what? It might not be survivable for the first ones who go. <laughs> Here's his quote. You might die. It's going to be uncomfortable and probably won't have good food. Honestly, a bunch of people will probably die oh, at the beginning. Get real, oh, Wow. Mate. Shocker. Yep, yeah, Elon. A bunch on. of people will probably die is not the best slogan for tourism. No. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Not signing up. Okay, Elon, you go first. No, no. No, you After go first. you, Elon. How good is that? Mate, the guy can't build a Tesla without it catching fire. Yeah, sure, no. get on your rocket and go to... <laughs> <laughs> and go to Mars. All right. What about you? What have you got? Um, a Sydney woman has been uh, asking people on Airtasker if they will sit in a car with her for three hours take a fa- and try and catch her boyfriend having an affair. Shocker. Why would she do that? Well, she doesn't. She's suspicious, or she's very suspicious. Yeah, I need someone to drive me and a friend to Five Dock and sit in the car with us for a few hours, so I can try and catch my cheating boyfriend. And the first offer, where you make me an offer on Airtasker, has been three hundred fifty bucks that she'll give someone to do that with them. I'll do it. I'll do it for four hundred. I'll sit in the car with you. That does seem. Silly. It's silly. It doesn't. It doesn't. All right, she's had a shocker. What about you, Kat? Okay, a UK village has had a shocker. They've decided to ban booze, no pubs or shops selling alcohol in the entire town. If you want to go and get a drink, you have to travel in your own car to the next town or precinct to go and get a beer. Well, that's just bullshit. Isn't it? Wow, was it? Wow. There'll be no kebab shops in that town. (laughs) No. And lots of witches' hats. No witches' hats would have been stolen. No. You only do that (laughs) when you're totally drunk. Oh, wow. That would be rough on uh, single ugly people. Oh, Oh, exactly. (gasps) How would you get a root? If you can't, (laughs) you can't go to the pub. Half cut. You know what? I've had a bit of a shocker. I was just. You've had a shocker. This morning. What did you do? This morning. I usually always put the dogs out for a whiz before I go to bed yes. because I'm I'm probably first to bed and everyone else forgets about it. So I went to bed last night about 9.30, 10 o'clock, a bit later. Yeah. Didn't put the dogs out. So this morning I'm going about 2.30, I've got to go to the toilet. And as I'm going to fill my water bottle up, I walk past the fridge and walk through a big puddle of whiz, slipped off my feet went from under me. No I've, had, I've had to catch myself on the, the bench. I've done something to my elbow. Oh, I can see it. Look. Yeah, I've done something to my knee. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> wow. Okay, but who is? Shocker. One of the dogs. One of the, my dogs who are... Sure it wasn't you. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't heard about the towels going down. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't drink last night. I, I was sober last night. What about this? Uh, these guys have had a shocker. The armed robbers who are in their 70s who are terrorising Italy. <laughs> they, they've been knocking over banks, uh, doing the post office. That's incredible. Apparently the getaway car, they leave the indicator on the whole way. <laughs> I, I said the coppers are having a shocker for arresting these guys. These guys ah, are national but, heroes. Well, they asked them to stop, but none of them could hear them. 
What's that? What do you want, Sonny? Put, you, put the gun down. I don't understand. <laughs> hey, just a quick shout out to the NYPD. They cop a lot yeah. over mm. the years. There was like abuse and corruption charges and violence yep. and, and all the rest. Well, they've come full circle and now they're under the pump for their energetic dance troupe of <laughs> off-duty coppers. Now, now, ordinarily I'd be all for this, but if you've had a look at it, yeah, it's like it. imagine five Chief Wiggums doing Pilates or something. It's, it's not a great look. It's not, it's not fantastic. And with runaway crime in New York at the moment, it hasn't yeah. gone down well with no. New Yorkers who are saying, uh, oh, well, these type of things, hey, Instead of stopping crime, watch us do the Macarena. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Can't wait for them to arrive on the scene and lighten the mood during a brutal homicide case. These are the type of comments made by New Yorkers. Um, I don't know. You be the judge. I think we've got a clip of the NYPD uh, dance troupe uh, going about their business. Strong their stuff. Young man, would you please turn around? I said, young man. Get your hands on the ground, I said, young man, we're the cops from downtown and we're here to turn your life round. You've been arrested by the NYPD. <laughs> yeah. You've been arrested by the NYPD. Wow. Yes, in the process of a, a, an arrest... That would get your attention, would it not? It well, would. <laughs> they've got the knee pads on and everything. They look they look like skateboarders. God love them. Yeah. <laughs> MG Sport Report. Yeah, well, yesterday, uh, Manly and South Sydney, who will play at 1.30 on March 3, um, and the Roosters and the Broncos will play at 3.30 in the groundbreaking uh, venture over to the Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium. Um, they're in the air, so they're on, they're on the way. way. Over, but um, oh. overnight, there's some buckle up, Vegas. <laughs> there's some sage <laughs> coming. Okay, who's going to ruin it for everybody? Well, I'm not Come sure. On. I'm not sure. I think Someone is. I think the player, I think How many going all up? Sixty. I would, I would, I, I, I would say hundred. So I'm going to say to you, and we should take like a we should take a pool on this. Mm. Oh. Who's going to do it? Who's going to ruin it for everyone? Someone is going to get in trouble. You know it. <laughs> I, I think the players will. Who's be, on short I, of? I think the players will be under the most scrutiny. But I think it's going to be someone else, like like the media or someone, will stuff up. Probably, I reckon someone. I reckon someone else. One of the not the players. No, okay. That's I don't think one of the players call. will, um, because overnight, uh, Colin Funky Miller. When you when you him for like 20, 30, 25 yeah, years ago, great spin bowler, yeah, had the haircut. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been working in Las Vegas for the last 20 years Yes, um, in hotels and motels. He had to say this about the uh, – when asked about the boys going over there, he gave some sage advice. He said, my advice would be if you're in a bar at 3 a.m. and you're approached by a beautiful lady, just remember you didn't suddenly get handsome. No one gets better looking after midnight. <laughs> 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 What's the problem? Uh, yeah, no. What could go wrong? That could go wrong. What could go wrong in Vegas? Well, overnight, you'd love this one. The headline is oh. this. The headline is this, Mickey Moy. Yes. England captain Ben Stokes wants <laughs> rules changed after crushing loss to India. You baby. <laughs> you big, whiny, pommy baby. baby. You, they've done nothing but whinge. Nothing. Now, how much? Just so we're clear. How much did they lose this test by? 434 runs. They've lost by 434 runs and they're blaming the umpire. Oh, one, one, one in particular was uh, Zach Crawley's uh, DRS. They said the DRS should be taken out of the game. Like, they're just, they're, they're clutching. You lost by 434 runs <laughs> with your stupid baz ball. You know what they'll say? It was another moral victory. 
Remember that they lost the Ashes? Oh, yeah. still a moral victory. We still won. How do you they can win anything, yeah. even when they lose by 400 runs. It's, 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 That's it's another moral victory. And they're doing this without Coley. Coley, their best oh, batsman, right. in his best batsman, isn't playing in these test matches. How, how's Basball working out for you the guys? Basball's. Oh, no, we're Basball's. They are unbelievable. Reverse sweeping to a third Joe, slip position. Joe Root, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, how many times you at 400 run loss? How many ball changes would they have asked for? Oh, we don't like this one. <laughs> oh, we're not getting any wickets with this one. You are a whiny bunch of dicks, and to come off a, a shellacking like that yep. and start whining about the umpiring, you gotta. So, what's your what's your take on by baseball? I mean, you asked. Uh, you asked Gary Lyon, uh, Nathan Lyon, on, on the front bar. And this well, is- let's get his take. You saw it firsthand, up close. What do you make of Basball? Um, well, I'm 2 0 against Basball. So <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? I don't understand. Uh, what is it? It's just batting quickly or something, uh, isn't it? To me, it's a load of shit, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> we can curse. We can curse. And by the way, what's Basball? Say that to Adam Gilchrist. We're play- we've invented Basball. Really? I used to go out and smash wow. him around the park from ball one. Dean Jones. All, these- all of a sudden, oh, no, we've- guess what? We're-, we're not batting defensively. Right, yeah. Bad luck. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Grow up. Laundie Hotels presents Mick and MG's Mad Monday. Laundie Hotels. Family pubs across Sydney, where you're always welcome. Check out laundie.com.au for a full list of venues. I want to see your war face. Mick and MG's Mad Monday. Getting very excited about the Mad yes. Monday. Uh, we're going to go off at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yep, we Half are. the show, all you have to do is dress up. And you're on board. Yep. Yesterday, a woman said she'll come as our station manager, <laughs> uh, and by that she meant a giant penis, which I thought was harsh. Yeah, very harsh. On, on Rex, who's, yeah. you know, not that big. <laughs> He's 5'9". Five, 5'10". Five, uh, no, five, maybe come as a flaccid. Oh, oh, this is getting worse. Oh, he's here. You, oh, no, he's oh, coming. He's no. on the way. Hang on. And I believe he's got his question no. down. Oh, he's not happy. No, oh. here he comes. Oh, oh trouble brewing. No way. Oh, oh no, he's not oh, here. <laughs> wow. This is Rex is in the studio yeah. and he's fighting back. He's come oh. in costume. What have you got? Tell us. I didn't think this through. It's a sight gag, and I can't see, <laughs> and I can't speak properly. It's a Darth Vader mask, and you're wearing a black top, and you're looking very intimidating. Yep. You uh, will frighten everyone. Will you work the door for us on the day? You've got to get past Darth Vader to get in. Like I have a choice. <laughs> That's what I did last time. There it goes. Yeah, and did so it, and did it beautifully. You, you did. did. It, you you are wonderful. You'll be on deck. You're coming as Darth Vader. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Where's Tash, by the way? Oh, Tash is crook. Do you know? No, no, you... no. I think Tash, uh, last I heard from Tash, uh, she wasn't happy about yesterday. Yeah. Uh, what was the exact phrase you used? The show wasn't missing anything with uh, her absence. <laughs> Morning, Tash. Um, uh, she thought she had a rough day yesterday. Uh, well, after uh, what happened to me, well, after you invited the listener who is coming as a giant <laughs> penis... <laughs> As me, yes. yep. I went outside to see if I could get some support from the team on the floor. I and what did they say? 
Well, they said they didn't know whether it was unfair or not because they haven't actually been able to measure the, um, the penis costume and they'll be able to make that call on the day. Can I ask you to take five Viagra and oh. then see you at the party? Here comes the station manager. While we're on the subject of the party, uh, yeah. we've got the venue. Yes, yep, correct. Horse and jockey. Beautiful. Mm. Andrew and the team, they're going to be amazing. We've got the beer, Jetty Road, beautiful beer. That's only because you own the brewery. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you done anything else? Not really. Not really. No. No. We, well, we're, 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 well, we're going to one triple three five three. We'll get callers to yeah. let us know what they're coming as. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we'll, else do you want me to do? I mean, it's pretty uh, well organised. We need some, uh, we need some, we need some uh, food, entertainment. <sighs> yeah, so entertainment. Let's get a. Can we get a kebab? Uh, what, what about uh, a, a, food, a food truck? A food truck out the front. Kebab food oh. truck. Get on it, Rex. <laughs> you, I'm not bringing a truck. Into the pub. Oh, no, the pub's got great food. Yes. The pub's got great oh, food. Oh, the pub's got some food. Yes. Yeah, really. What's their specialty? Oregon oh, schnitzel. Can you give me a menu? Yep. <laughs> oh, Someone needs to make some phone calls because this is in like two <laughs> you, weeks. You know yeah. they're, all, they're all ready oh, to go. I know. You know what? We'll be right. Hey, what, we'll be right. Tash, you reckon? Tash is not here today. You, sh- you know who she, she could come as? <laughs> who? Who? Kathy Bates, you know, from Misery. <laughs> oh, oh in, my you know, God. And you come as James Kahn laying in the bed with your broken oh, oh, leg. <laughs> What about what about the mum from Psycho? <laughs> you do realise I'm standing here, don't you? Yeah, I do. You can go now, Rex. Yep. Hey, Rex, thank you. Order me a schnitzel, some <laughs> garlic bread. Oh, look, he stormed. I want garlic oh, bread. Out. I hope they do good. A, a really good garlic bread. Right. Wow. See me in my office, Rex. Yep. Wherever uh, that is. We get the idea. One triple three five three. What are you? What are you coming as? Who are you coming as? And you're on deck for one of the great parties of all time. Come on! It's to, Mick and MG in the morning. We've got three, three tickets to give away today. Oh, three. Yes. Okay, you're calling it. What did you say you're going as at this stage? You've got a couple of options. I think now I'm going to go as Thor. Oh, now oh. you're going to go as Thor. Yeah. You're going to have a big hammer. Big hammer. Put a long wig on. A little. Uh, it's kind of like a, a Fred Flintstone type thing he wears, doesn't it? Like it's a kind of a. No, a vest? No. No? What's he wear? Oh, he's, he's a master of the universe. He's not a prehistoric fatso. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to smother in case the other like, bubble gut sticks out. <laughs> prehistoric fatso. <laughs> I look a lot like Fred Flintstone. I could get away with Fred. I could get away I'll with Fred. I'll go with Bam Bam then. <laughs> oh, my God. He's still got a hammer. That's right. So you're going as Thor. I think at the oh, moment. I want to see you in a blonde wig. Yeah, that would be at, great. At the moment, I am. Yep. All right. That'll be it. What are you doing? Uh, at the moment, maybe the person on reception that didn't let Pink into the Manly Skiff Club. Oh. Actually, we should hire that person. Yes. To yes. work the door. Yes. yes. That's a great idea. And someone gets to come as Pink and we don't let them in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they have to stand out the front the whole time. I love that. <laughs> Hey, Tash, we'll make Tash <laughs> go pink, pink and not let her in. <laughs> You'll still hear her. She's gonna be angry. You'll still hear her from inside. <laughs> <Relax yourself. laughs> be a wall of noise. Wall of noise. <laughs> uh, well, okay. No, uh, well, me, it's yeah. either Gary Paul from Gary Paul's Pools, mm, my yep. character from Catherine Kim, or I still like the idea of turning up on a Shetland pony as Napoleon. I would love that. Oh, that'd be that'd be Rex, that'd be I'll epic. Don't <laughs> get the station manager back, but I want that to happen. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I want to audition five horses tomorrow. Audition five Shetlands. Yes. That's you you right. need five, just get one, right? I just, I can, no, yes, but I want to choose the right one. You know, what you should do. What I, have a Palomino. I, I know Merrick's Tell coming in later. Oh, Merrick's got a great Dane. Maybe walk in, sit on his great Dane as, oh, as Napoleon. That's not bad. No, I want a Shetland pony. Okay. <laughs> 
Shaking <laughs> over. What's that, Mr. Shaking? Hey, uh, Steve's on the line. Steve, uh, what are you coming as, buddy? If we if we let you in, uh, I'm thinking. Uh, no, I'm thinking. I'm coming as wardrobe malfunction, Janet Jackson. Oh yes. <laughs> ah, so you got to have a man boob out. Maybe. Or a, one or two. Well, yeah. mate, if you're coming as the wardrobe malfunction, yeah, you're gonna need, need to lop a boob. Okay, it will definitely be. It will definitely be on display. Okay. Oh, and it needs to be pierced with a little decorative Just thing. Oh, don't worry. It's been. It's been. Uh, it's been uh, worked on. Oh, oh, wow. I'm intrigued. <laughs> How big are your cans, Steve? Uh, we're going double something anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hold that thought. We'll get back to you. Uh, Veronica's on the line. Veronica, what would you come as? Hey, guys, how you going? Good, Good, thank you. I'm going to come as a fairy, and I've got a pair of black wings, which may be a bit awkward on the train, but, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to be wearing. Uh, so you, are you an evil fairy? You've got black wings. Uh, yes, I will be an evil fairy. And what's this? you got wings, and what's the rest of the costume? It'll be black. Oh, I like I'd it. like to see you go as a fairy. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, I don't okay. know why that appeals to me. Have you got a wand, Veronica? Okay. Yes, I can make a wand. Done. You're yes. in. Bang. Oh, whoa. Uh, oh, you're coming. Uh, John. John, what are you coming as, buddy? Johnny. John. Hey, Johnny. Um, I was going to come. <laughs> I was going to come as a Viagra pill, but after the penis costume, I might be up for stiff competition. Oh, that's Friday's John, what are you, you going to come as? <laughs> oh, come as a beer can. A beer can. Oh, a giant beer oh, can. And a beer. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm yeah. going to skull you. <laughs> I'm going to crush you. And get skull you, crush you, and chuck you in a corner. Ha, a giant bottle of beer. Yep. And uh, if you can get a mate to come as a giant pretzel. <laughs> or some cheesels. I don't know what's going on at John's house. John's there with a bunch of mates. He's, I think he's getting advice. I think so. Are you there with John? get a mate to come as a giant Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the radio. John, yeah. stop talking to you. Johnny, who are you talking to, buddy? I reckon John might have uh, come up with this idea <laughs> while having a bottle of beer. <laughs> John, I, I would like to invite you, but I'm a bit worried oh, about so your behaviour. We still, still haven't a chance to someone else. <laughs> no, I live in South Penrith. Oh, Good behaviour. All right, well, John, i tell you what. What do you think? I'll leave that one up to you. Yep, he's coming. He's coming. Yep. Whoa. John's coming as a bottle uh, of beer. Yes. Yep. Oh, well, there you go, On John. You. It's paid dividends this morning. Hey, uh, we're going to have to can it because we're running a little over overboard. But uh, Wow. Who was the first caller? Uh, the first caller was Veronica from Lawson. No, she's coming. And there was one before that. Oh, the uh, – oh. The wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, yes. Steve from Lilyfield. You're coming, Steve. He's coming. Great. Steve, well done. Other You're coming. Other callers, call back tomorrow, please. Hey, how many more sleeps before Taylor Swift does her stuff? Friday. So yeah, three. Friday. She's already in town. I went and saw the show in Melbourne. I'm telling you, buckle up. I, it's like nothing I've ever seen. One of the greatest bits of live entertainment. The vibe is incredible. It's going to be one of the high watermarks of entertainment mm. in this country. You've seen, you've seen a lot of things at your beloved MCG. And, uh, and I've never seen anything like one. this. I've un- seen grand finals. Yep. I've seen everything. Yep. I've never seen an energy like That's this. That's unbelievable. It is a chance to see the greatest entertainer on the planet do her stuff. Yep. And, uh, you know, you will enjoy it. Um, what you might not enjoy is the mural. <laughs> Someone's painted a big mural of Taylor Swift in Surrey Hills, and it's it's mixed reaction at best. Here's someone. 
It looks like my cat ate a rainbow lorikeet and then threw up on the wall. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's a bit harsh. It's a bit harsh. And look, she, she's a beautiful woman, and they may not have captured all her glory yeah, no. here. No. Another person said they thought it was Trump. Oh, Due to oh, the chin fun. and nose. Now you're saying it, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> also, now I'm imagining if Trump <laughs> turned into was, Taylor. Was, was turning into Taylor Swift and singing her songs. And I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. <laughs> shake it off, shake it off. Oh, oh, oh. that's the real deal. <laughs> what the f*** is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f*** is wrong with you? Making MJ's What the f***. WTF? I'm still getting over the 70-year-old pensioners who went on a crime spree in Italy. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> it's just my favourite story. A bunch of oldies getting around, uh, robbing post offices and banks. Ex-president masks. <laughs> <laughs> How old are they? But, Do they, we know? they have to crochet their own balaclavas. <laughs> They're in their 70s. Oh, my God. In their 70s. They're making a movie about it called Ocean's 75. <laughs> <laughs> Make a movie, please. Cocoon. <laughs> The geriatric robbers. What have you got? Um, the more money you spend on your wedding and engagement ring, the more likely you are to get divorced. What the f***? Who's done this so in bo- survey? Um, economics professors Andrew Francis Tan and Hugo M. Mielan yeah. conducted a study in over 3,000 married people and discovered that certain factors enhance the chance of divorce. And, boys, if you're about to spend more than $3,000 on your wedding or engagement Ring don't because you're one point four more like one point five percent more likely to get a divorce than those that we've been bogged down with a lot of I statistics know, I know. there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's, what's your point? That's what I do. But what are you saying? Just don't spend much money on your wedding ring. <laughs> oh, don't put that out there. <laughs> no, that's right. What is the accepted uh, five thousand? No, what is it? no, 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 it's supposed to it's be like a percent. Three months of your salary. Three months oh, of your salary. Fifteen thousand. So mm. <laughs> for Mick, it's a one point eight mil. <laughs> right. I'm paying off for a lot of hush money at the moment from, for, from former partners. That's where my money goes. So, so, so a quarter of your wage. So this is this is a guy, right? And the guy who's done this study uh, doesn't want to pay for an engagement uh, ring. He's exactly going, oh, right. no, babe. If that's I, the bottom line. If I get you a big ring, chance mm, I'm going to get divorced. So. It's only 1.4%. Like, it's not that much of a big deal. If you give me another percentage, I'm going to... You're, you're 20% likely to throw something at me if I say another percentage. <laughs> stop it. Just stop. Stop. What, are, what about you? Uh, Chloe Kardashian has been accused of photoshopping her cat to make it seem more attractive. Oh, stop oh, that it. do me. <laughs> I know. That, oh, that's a, that's it's sickening. ridiculous. Sure you don't mean her pussy. Oh, 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 no. oh, honestly, that is a red card. No, here comes the stage No, no, manager. don't go and hug the, him. The oh, no. Through. I don't know. No, go away. <laughs> oh, Rex, it's fine. Are we, are we still there? Yeah, we well, are. I'm just saying, are you sure you got that correct? I, I definitely, not not in your line of thought, no. That her Russian blue cat. Russian blue. Russian blue cat. Oh, my God. Like the station manager, Rex, has got on the full sugar bowl. Yeah. yeah. Like he's got both hands on his hips. He's shaking his head. Don't turn around. Don't turn around, MG. Don't don't make eye contact. Just pretend it's... He wants to sing that song again. I'm a little teapot, short and stuff. What is happening? Hey, hang on. So what type of cat she got? She's got a, I'm nervous to say it, a Russian blue cat. (laughs) Don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> and she's photoshopped it. She's photoshopped it to make its eyes appear more doll-like. What, a, what an idiot. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Yeah, please. We get the idea. One, two, three, five. <laughs> Here we go, people. Brad, lead us off. Give us a fact. Blow my mind. Okay, so about Taylor Swift, between the ages of five to ten, she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. What the f***? Did she? Wow. wow. That's uh, the reason why she wrote her own music, and that's the reason why she, that's where she got her inspiration from. From a Christmas tree Christmas farm? Tree. Well. Well, she does in her show. She's got a couple of forest scenes, so maybe she's reliving her childhood. Childhood. Mm. Well done, Brad. You've, you've got us off to a flyer there. She's also the youngest person, I think, ever to play the Old Opry in Nashville, Far which is – That's big. She started in country. Yeah, I know. And she was huge. I think she was 15 or 14 yep. or something. And writes, writes all her own songs, so gets all the royalties. Super talented, super talented. Go and see her show. Uh, if you can't – Rob someone and take their ticket. Yeah. If you don't have a ticket, put a balaclava on and just take them off them. Something. Yeah. Um, do it. Hey, Jeff's on the line. Jeff, uh, what do you got for me? Morning, all. How are you? Good, Good. mate. Good. I don't know if the lady in question uh, may have lost a bet or something, but um, the Mona Lisa has no eyebrows. <laughs> what the f? No, she was on a mad Monday. What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. No eyebrows at all. So I don't know what the hell was going on back then with Leo, but something happened and she's got nothing. Well, she's probably completely lasered. That's <laughs> true. You know she's I mean? a woman way before her time. Way before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are uh, at the Louvre, yep. go and draw some eyebrows on them. <laughs> and it's so small, isn't it? The, photo, the, the, the painting's so small, you'd think it's massive when you... And when people you... keep chucking... F- Oh, no. Yeah, no. Like, um, Can you stop soup? that? Yeah. Stop the soup. In the, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Uh, the Mona Lisa has no eyebrows. That is – you know what? A couple of Pearl Jam tickets, please. For oh, Jeff. whoa, oh, Jeff. Yes. Pearl Jam tickets. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, Jeff. You're off the Pearl You've Jam, brother. Oh, mate, that's awesome. Thank mate, you so much. You're awesome. Eddie Vedder has no eyebrows too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, Jeff. You deserve it. Terry's on the line. Terry, what do you got for me? Um, Hitler's nephew, William Patrick Hitler, uh, <laughs> commissioned of President Roosevelt to join the US Navy to fight against Hitler in the Second World oh, War. Oh, what a man. Oh. What the hell f- is that true? What a is that man. true? Oh, the, the, well, oh, the, the, they've the, tuned the out. Oh, no, we've got thumbs up. Oh. Yeah, not even. He's, he wanted to fight against his uncle, eh? Uh, yeah, and he, after the war, he changed his name to distance himself. Oh, as you would. To, to, <laughs> oh, Hitler, you can't really get away with that not anymore. Not Starling or something, was not, it? Not a lot of Adolfs out there either, I know. No. <laughs> it's not a huge. No, not popular. <laughs> what did he change his name to? Jenkins. John, John Hitler. John. John. <laughs> no, oh, no. He changed Hitler, not the John. Oh, Hein. But what would he change? What did he change it to? Like, uh, oh, I, I, I can't, I can't remember. Jenkins, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Still, Smith. It's a great, it's a great fact. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Can someone find out what Hitler's nephew changed his name to? Thank you. Uh, Claire's on the line. Claire, what do you got for me? Me. Um, Freddie Mercury is known for having lots of cats, and one morning they found out that one of his cats had crapped in the toaster. <laughs> what the <laughs> f***? If this is fact-checked, if this wow. gets fact-checked, well, we can't confirm it. It's true. Peter Freestone and Joe Finelli, who uh, worked with Freddie, found it. It's in one of their books. I've read over 38 books on Freddie Mercury, and uh, it's an actual fact. 200 bucks to Yay! you, Claire. Yay! Go on, Claire. Hey, if Fr- Freddie Mercury's cat pooped in his toaster. That's the best. That gets you coin on this program. <laughs> he thought they were raisins. 
That's what we are talking about. Bang. Sport Report. Yeah, the NRL um, are going to bring in a, another rule. Uh, this rule is going to be that uh, the bunker will now be able to uh, rule on every field goal that's attempted in a rugby league game. Uh, at the moment, there's probably... Has this been an issue? I, you know what, Mickey? It's it's one that I didn't think of. I, I don't think it's been a, an issue. Um, Has a game been decided by an incorrect ruling on a field goal? No. Then what are they doing? No, I, that hasn't. I know we're in the modern age and scrutiny is more prevalent, but we must also have some semblance of the game we we love. And um, if the NRL are fair, fair dinkum, the only rule they've got to change is that you can rule on forward passes. That's the biggest mm. blight in our game at the moment. They've got to find some way to rule, to make a rule that you can rule on whether the ball's left the, the player's hands and gone forward. Okay, they're always saying that it's different, but if, if I'm... You want to say the bunker can do that? Well, if, if I'm with you, okay, you're, say you're, you're kicking a ball downfield mm. and I'm an inch in front of you, they can rule that. Why can't they rule that a bloke threw a, far, a, pull, yeah. a, a pass forward? Yeah. Like surely today's technology, not, not worrying about the field goals. Come on, man. It's just... So I'm going to just warn you about this as an <laughs> AFL fan. Uh, uh, the goal reviews have r- ruined our game and they just send it upstairs every time now. Yep. And you can be at the ground and you know that it's not a goal. You know, everyone knows that we still have to sit there while they watch six different versions. Yep. And, and goal umpires now... Uh, just don't want to take the punt. I'll just send it upstairs and uh, that way. Safe I fun. mean, what are you doing? It's, yeah. You've and, got one job to rule on whether it's a goal or not, and you're standing under the sticks. Uh, so tell us. But it's ruined the flow of the game. It's a slippery slope, and once you start. It's happening in all sports, but even if you watch cricket now, you watch rugby league. Rugby league, we score a try, and they go back to see what happened three or four passes before that. And they're, they're, they're celebrating Here's my answer. So goalposts should have that, you know, pinball meant. Technology. So if the ball hits, it goes bing, bing, bing. Yeah, yeah. And True. lights up. Yeah. And then you know straight away That's if it, it's hit it or not. Um, you don't like this at all, do no, you? No, I don't like it. I don't like the, the constant stopping of the game. I think it's just it's it's adding to the, the dramas that we have. And I just think we've got to get fed. Let's get the field, uh, the forward pass in. Overnight, we've got some sad news in racing. Uh, Melbourne Cup champion, very elegant, passed away while giving birth. Uh, the, the beautiful racehorse won 11 Group 1 races, including the 2021 Melbourne Cup and the 2020 uh, Caulfield Cup, earning over $14 million in prize money. What a sad night. Uh, sad day for racing. A better day for racing uh, is our podcast, Sports Bazaar. Yes. The second part of our fine cotton special has finally dropped. Ooh. It's been cleared and it's good to go. Ready to roll. Uh, people love the first uh the first instalment and the second one uh, wraps up one of the most amazing events in racing history anywhere in the world. They painted a horse, people. Oh, no. They yeah. painted a horse, and uh, <laughs> the ensuing aftermath, uh, the ramifications are awesome. Get it on Listener or wherever you see your apps, so but would... it's bloody, it's a, it's, you won't believe oh, what yeah. you're hearing. Hey, we've been joined live in the studio by friend of the show, it's Merrick Watson. Yeah. Good, Good morning. Morning. Great, Great to, to see, see you. Boys. How you doing? All right? Hi, Kat. How you doing? Hello. You good? Good. Well done for you putting up with these guys every day. Really, she, honestly, you're a saint. You she loves us. Order of Australia medal coming inbound. Well, you Absolutely. know Tash isn't coming anymore. No. <laughs> no I know. She's I heard just, about that. She's just given up. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's something for her and her husband to address. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think that what well, they are intense talks. Yeah. I think well, so, well, too. No doubt. She'll be talking. She'll no. be doing all the talking. And he's an intense listener. <laughs> it's going to be tense. Mate, we've, it's become a tradition here on the show. Oh. Please tell me you've come armed. 
Oh, absolutely. Please tell me. As I say it every week, and it's absolutely true. You could not pay me to live in the eastern suburbs, even though I live there. Eastern suburbs problems. God, Bondi, you've done it again. What's happened? You could not live there because it is an absolute mess. Here's a. Um, this is one of the groups. I'm, I'm involved in a lot of social <laughs> yeah, groups. Yeah, you are. Right? Uh, but the one I'm most proud to be involved in is Eastern Suburbs Mums Group. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I uh, just found a complaint that has come online, and this is understandable, and I, I quite... So I just witnessed a mother encouraging her son to take a poop inside the Bondi Beach playground. <laughs> She took off his pants and he walked across the playground naked from the waist down before stopping under a tree, squatting down to poop. The child was perhaps 34 years old. Three. <laughs> three or four years, sorry. Three to four years old. 34 years old. The poo joggers found. It's there everywhere. That's it. If they're not in Paddington, drop in trout to, you know, get one out before they go to a Lululemon class Ed, or whatever Ed, it is. Edgar's. Yeah. <laughs> they're, doing it, they're doing it in children's playgrounds now. Uh, continued. The mother can, then casually came over and gave him a quick wipe before attempting to pick up the poop. With the baby wipe, however, it didn't look like a clean one and basically left feces smeared all around the ground. For starters, um, number one, did the child have a tail? I just no, want to know. No. <laughs> is this a kid voodle? Is this, is this what they're doing in the eastern suburbs now? They've, I, I, I they've say, got so many voodles and cavoodles. I know that's eastern suburbs, but I have done that to once to my, one of my, my children, one of my sons, that I didn't have a nappy. Um, I was out at a, at a park with them at a play on equipment, and he said, "Dad, you need to do a poo." I said, "Just do it there, and I'll get. I got a wet one, a wipe one, wipe his bum, and put the thing in the bin." What? I've done it. Just last week. <laughs> He's twenty-eight. What I love is when you try to like. I mean, you know, look. Um, this is a weird one. Wouldn't you get the wipe, put it in your hand? So here's a target. Right, let's just let's just try and get a clean yeah. landing. What do you here. mean? You're trying to get it before it hits the ground? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm saying like, you know, let's go for a helicopter here. Let's just try and land that. That's probably danger. No, Hate. no. Is that why would you let it hit the ground? Why wouldn't you just catch that's, that? Because I'd rather hit the ground than my hand somewhere. Yeah, but you got the wipe there as a barrier, as oh. a protective oh. barrier. No? Guys, we're on air. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, just listen a quick to one. This. Well, every other every other playground is worried about asbestos. <laughs> yeah. Bondi's worried about a kid dropping a log. <laughs> I think you've underlined but your also, point. also, too, this woman has obviously just moved to Bondi. Yeah, she obviously sure. doesn't understand it because she doesn't clearly understand the local rule, which is you can't use the toilets for poop, which is suggesting <laughs> that's dumb because no. that's where you do rack. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bondi. <laughs> oh, the people. <laughs> She's training a little poo jogger. A little. <laughs> All right. Oh, jeez. It's devolved beautifully. Well done. It has indeed. We've just been informed by Merrick Watts about the hummingbird mm, yes. and the hummingbird theory. Yes. And I want you to, just before we get into it, mm-hmm. tell us what you just told me about. Just to clarify, I, I we are talking about the in. actual bird. I wasn't just in here just saying, you know what, there's a couple of electrical devices, boys, that I should tell you about. <laughs> Travel along the with actual along. hummingbird. <laughs> the actual hummingbird. In real life, what happens? It dies by the amount of heartbeats it has. So its lifespan is determined by how many times its heartbeat beats, as opposed <laughs> to how. F- yeah, wow. as opposed to how many years. So if you have, if you have a hummingbird, what it just for argument's sake, it's like um, ten million heartbeats. When it gets to it, they just die. It's out. 
Yeah, it's Wait done. Wait check, please. It's the way We're done it. It's, the way so it's like go. a use-by date. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah so you batteries. can use them all up. Like if you get a hummingbird and it's just like off its face on meth, it's going to last oh. for about six weeks. So six, six hours. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm saying you should put your hummingbirds on it. So like, in fact, not at all. Start scratching itself. Yeah, yeah. But like if you get a really twitchy bird, like it's naturally twitchy, and then you put it on something twitchy like that, <laughs> it's going to live for six weeks. Whereas if you just keep it kind of sedate, you know, it's got a, a bungalow at the back of Nan's. Calm the farm. It's like, yeah, it's probably going to live a f- few more years. Can I tell you this? I've always thought this. We live in a kind of temporal haze as humans because we don't know when we're going to die. But if we were like a, you know, a oh. carton, you know, carton of milk has a use by date. Mm. Use by this. If if you knew that, oh, uh, Merrick, you're what? gonna you're die you're gonna die mm. on the third of August in mm. two thousand and forty two. Yeah. You'd oh, live God. it. You'd li- <laughs> Start has it like just straight away live the dream. Shut- rob a bank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like I mean, seriously, I'd wait. I, if if I did know when I was going to pass away, I would absolutely go bananas in the last six months. In the last six months, you know what I would do? I'd borrow money off all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then will hey, it Mary, back can to I them? Five thousand? I'll give it back to you. Yeah, yeah. and will it back to them though, just to annoy them? That's how life should be, but because if you, especially if you knew that you couldn't get hurt by doing something silly, that you had a date. You know, if that then that's your date. It could be six years. Could be six months. Could be. Six yeah. years. If you know that that's a date, you do things right now that you would never even dream about. You wouldn't sleep in as much, would you? No. No. You do a lot, of, no. a lot more parachute jumps. <laughs> you probably jumps. get out of bed. You know, I probably, I probably right should do something. Make the most of this day. <laughs> a, lot, a lot more parachute jumps. But you do. I'd do something. Like, you do a robbery, something like that for oh, sure. You just, no, just to know oh, how it feels. No, no. You work, you work out who you really dislike. Yeah. And you'd go and run them over in a car. Like the day, <laughs> the day, the day go. before. <laughs> <you'd> f- <laughs> there he is. Hey, uh, we, but we digress. We were talking about children's playgrounds. Now, oh. true or false, did you or did you not injure yourself badly? Uh, Quite badly. I've, I've done my ribs again for about the millionth time. What uh, happened? This, uh, look, I was in Launceston in Tasmania on uh, So it's Lonnie Lonnie. or Launceston? Lonnie. Why not Lonnie? Launceston. No, you don't say Launceston. Why? That's like Coogee, Coogee. Remember when I first started here, I I said Coogee. I nearly got taken out and whacked. The bra boys come for you. (laughs) It is one of those things. They call it Launceston. Launceston is a beautiful place in Tasmania, small small city, uh, wonderful place, but I don't know what it is. You've got to be careful, though. In in the city, it's great. About three kilometres from the city, you start hearing banjos play. Deliverance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deliverance. Yeah, yeah. you know, don't go back to somebody's house for a house party if they're more than 30 metres from the CBD. Um, but I was there, and I, I went for I went to go for a run on uh, Sunday morning, and just I, I, I had my phone. I went, you know yeah. what I'll do? I'll do a funny video for Instagram because oh, if I don't, it. then people won't think that I'm valid. No, that's true. So I went, you know, it'd be funny. I'll go to a children's playground because there's never anything wrong with a 50 year old man entering a children's <laughs> playground on his own. Nothing sus going Nothing. on here. Strange. Every 50 year old man should enter a playground on their own. So I went, I'll just go into the playground there and I'll just do some exercise there before I go for a run. And I went, there's a slide. Oh, you, oh, like, no. you like slides, 50-year-old man. You yes. should go down the slide. Just <laughs> just film it for Instagram. It'll be funny because nothing could ever go wrong. I went down a slide that was four and a half metres long and I've got two fractured ribs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can what is wrong move. with you? Oh, my God. I'm seriously, I'm going down to buy 800 Nurofen. 
as you, a result of it. You've got to cut back on your extracurricular activities. Absolutely. It? Yeah, and, and also, too, what I do in playgrounds as well. But I busted my ribs, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I've just <laughs> naked myself in the children's playground. And the first thing I thought was when I looked around was like, who <laughs> saw <Washing>. me? Yeah. <laughs> who saw, saw that? that? <laughs> right, you're running out of heartbeats. Yeah. You <laughs> you're the hummingbird, baby. I'm on a finite amount. But do you remember in our day, and like, because now – they look after kids and they, they safety test everything. Yep. Yeah. Remember the, oh. the slides in our day? Boiling hot. Be, be boiling hot. Oh, They'd yeah. actually just be metal. Yeah. Yep. And you'd get on it and you'd get third degree you'd burns. Go, ah! You'd yeah. go home going. Ah. You look like fried chicken on your legs by the time you got home. And everything was like, everything was a death trap in the 80s. Everything like, was a death trap. All, you go into a, a public playground, you go, like a seesaw was just a plank of wood with one million oh, splinters on it. Oh, the one that goes it. around, you just jump on that. Wizzy dizzy? It gets swung real hard by your mates. The roundabout. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, the roundabout until somebody would fly yeah. off the edge of it. See, that was the best. You know, if, in those days, if a piece of children's play equipment didn't give you a seizure... <laughs> Or an injury. Yeah, you'd be looking around just going, what are we doing here? Uh, those were the days. Oh, my friend. Anything to plug, please, sir? Uh, yeah, come and see An Idiot's Guide to Wine, Volume 2 yes. in Sydney. No dates announced yet, so just keep an eye out for the next three to six just months. Check your, web, check your I, website. I, yeah, please. I, I expect you to be diligent. Well done. <laughs> and check out his ribs. Thanks, team. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.